All right, I got it. You ready? Yo, Kirby's, welcome back to another In the News. We are, I am Josh. <laughs> and we, I am Erica. <laughs> we, I, well, I was going to say Crooked Tripod. And I'm like, this isn't a Crooked Tripod episode, but it kind of is. So, I mean, like, you know. Kind of is. I mean, it's still you and I. <laughs> you and so. me. Me and you. Recording podcasts. That's what we do. I got a beanie on and big white teeth. And I have a huge forehead. And your forehead's real fucking big. How did you do this on cue, dude? That's that's good. I don't know. I just wing it, dude. I'm freezing. I, like that. I just did a cold plunge. I'm cold. I got the beanie going. I got the Ashley McBride hoodie on. I've got a Miller Lite and a so, turmeric ginger tea. I mean, I'm Pennywise. With my main man, Pennywise. I like this side better. If you're on YouTube, you can see the cup. This side just looks generic like I got it at a flea market. Yeah. Yeah? Just turn it the other way. This is like the cup that your weird uncle gets you for because he doesn't know what to get you for Christmas. And like your aunt was like, well, he likes horror. He likes scary things. And he's like, well, I was at the flea market looking for some gun ammo. And I saw this clown cup. Right? That's what this side looks like. Now, this side... Looks like a horror fan's cup. Am I right? Yeah. A hundred percent. I don't know. Whoever designed that cup, I don't know, <sighs> couldn't make up their mind that day. I, I think what happens they did it this they did all the cups like this, and the person was like the CEO of the cup company. <laughs> it doesn't say who made it. Um flea market. Probably it's someplace in China. Um what was I talking about? Oh, it, they saw this like, we can't we can't market this. And he's like, well, what if we put this on the other side? And he's like, all right, it can't get any worse. And let's save money. We save the cup, right? Because you don't want to reprint it. Mm. You just print it on the other side. Honestly, Smart. they kind of screwed themselves because let's be honest, I would if these cups were sitting there next to each other and this was on one cup and this was on another, I would have bought them both. So, oh well, okay. So you still would have bought it. <laughs> yes, it's like when I go to a concert, I can't leave without getting a koozie. A koozie. Yeah, we're gonna see her in June again. Who, who are you seeing tomorrow? Oh, we're going see, to a concert. I am. I'm going to a concert tomorrow. That's a very good memory. We're going to go see Riley Green. He's a country singer. Very nice. Do you know him? This is, no. Oh, fine. Whatever. I'm sorry. It's okay. But, I'm not really yeah. upset. I know you're not. But this is your first concert of the season, right? I would say. It is. We went to a bunch, a bunch last year. This is our first of the year. We have one, two, three, four planned already this year. Um, <gasps> Very nice. But this is the first one. Let me see if I can find a nice image of Mr. Riley Green for you. That is excellent. You already have all these things planned. I know you have a lot of your year mapped out. We have to because we're so busy. I know. You're a busy man, dude. I am. I am a busy man. But yes, we have to because we've got so many things. And then the kids, you know, Abby's a teacher. The kids are in school. So we have like the summer months. Is it the only time we can travel and do stuff? So. Yeah. It's pretty well mapped sense. out. Did you hear that burp? That was really gross. It was great. Did you hear it like in your ear? It wasn't that bad. 
No, but you heard it a little bit because I saw your a face. You were like, oh, like then you, I honestly think for a minute you were like, I hope he doesn't bring up the fact that he just burped directly in my ear. Um, but you did. I did. This is a very intimate setting. People that don't record <laughs> podcasts don't understand. Like you are literally in my ear right now. Like you are like you are closer to me than like normal people are when they talk to you. Nobody gets that close to your ear when they talk to you, right? That is true. We are surround sound. Exactly. You're literally in my ear right now. See? I would. You're near my ear because I did not use the in ear mm. today. I didn't feel like doing the sticking it in. So I work. I use my work headphones. Ah. When, I, when I work from home, I use these to take phone calls on the computer. Gotcha. Much more comfortable. Yeah, that's how I feel about these. I'm so glad I went away from the over ears because it was just smashing my ear. I was getting called a flower ear. I look like a wrestler. I got to the supermarket and people thought I was like this tough super wrestler person because <laughs> I had these big called a flower ears and I'm not. I'm just nerdy. Um, <laughs> so the, the funny thing is when we moved into our house, the uh, security guy came around, right? To try to sell a security system. And mm-hmm. He came at the worst possible. Like we wanted to meet the guy. We we wanted the security system, but he like came at the worst possible time. Like my family was here, we're eating dinner, and yeah. I go to the door, and like I had like a t- a cut off t shirt on that I I'm usually when I'm around the house I have a cut off t shirt on, and it was a the Punisher skull because I'm a huge comic Ooh. book nerd, right? And um, yep. so he was like making small talk because he was like, so like we didn't want him there. It was just a very terrible time for him to be there, right? So anyway. He's like pitching me on this thing and I'm trying to go back and have dinner with the family and it's like all this whole ordeal. I'm like, look, can we do this another time? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just one more thing. Are you ex-military? And I'm like, because I like the tattoos out and like, the, right. and I'm like, no, <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> no, like, sir. I am just a huge nerd. And he was like, <laughs> oh, okay. And then he laughed. But then I was like, what a weird. That was it? Oh, okay. <laughs> like, what a weird thing to... Ask, but assume? then I'm like, am I giving off like vibes? I would never want to portray myself as that. Like, I'll pretend to be a lot of things. Intelligent, intelligent is one. I'll pretend to be intelligent all day when I'm not. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, athletic. I sometimes pretend to be athletic. I'm not. Look at me. I'm a five ten white guy. Like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do, dude? Come on, let's be honest. But military, no, not not something that I uh, would pretend to be. It was the it was the tattoos, probably. And if you had a cut off shirt, if you had your ears out, and they were called a flower, called a flower ears. That's that's not really that's not true. I was making that up. But yes, I, I mean it looks that way. <laughs> but yeah, if I had to call the flower ears, the tattoos, and the the Punisher shirt on, I surely I I could have come off as part of the military. Maybe it was the way you were presenting yourself. Where you're like, all right, dude, can you come back later? Like, yeah, I was portraying yeah. as an alpha male. There we go. See? Yeah. You were, maybe that's the vibe clearly because he thought that you think that's the you, vibe I give off. You talk to me for hours every month and you think that well, the no, vibe I, I give off is alpha male. No, not to me, <laughs> but maybe to that guy in that moment you did. Maybe. I don't know. I think I'm probably the most unintimidating person you'll ever meet. Yeah. When you meet me in person, you're going to be like, wow, he is exceptionally unintimidating. 
<laughs> if we were on a if we were in a dark street uh, on a dark street together and there was a mugger you would think the mugger would try to mug the female in the situation. The mugger would try to mug me. They would see me no. and you, and they would be like, okay, do we take the nerd who's pretending to be in the military, or do we <laughs> take out the woman with the big forehead? <laughs> they shouldn't with me because I could hit them with my forehead. See? And then they get knocked out. They're taking out me, the guy you know that that's this alpha male. I do think people are intimidated by tattoos. Mm. especially if there's sleeves going on mm-hmm. so i can see how i i do see how the person could have thought of that and again it if you're presenting like hey can we do this later because i'm gonna go i don't know there's probably a way you carried yourself at that moment and the tattoos i think tattoos are still a whole mm. vision for some people whether good or bad but i think people can get intimidated by them that's fair that's fair. Yeah. At work, I still cover them up. So a lot of people... Really? I, there's, I, I'm trying to find a piece of paper I can write on. A lot of people know that I have them, but it's, a lot of people still don't know that I have them. Yeah, I just... Uh, just because some people... Too. Anymore, most people are okay with it, but it's just, yeah. you know, some people aren't, so... So you wear long sleeves to work events and things like that? Yeah, I usually... And for what I do, I have to dress up anyway, so I usually always have, like, a dress oh. shirt on or, uh, like, a long sleeve oh. polo. Oh, fine. I burped in your ear again. I apologize. This is beer. This is Miller Lite. It's their fault, not mine. Your microphone canceled it out because I did not hear anything. It does that. Usually it does cancel it out. Now, Seth, if Seth were recording from home, you can hear every freaking thing. He, he'll he move in his chair and you'll hear his tight asshole squeak. Poor Seth during the, the Stabbies <laughs> episode. <laughs> I actually thought about that as I was getting ready for this today. I was thinking about him and his tall ceiling room and then the voice change where it sounded like he was uh what's his name buffalo, buffalo bill, from- bill i honestly got thought he was messing with this because it was like well i decided <laughs> to pick this because and like i'm the only asshole that laughed like everybody else is kind of like what is going like is he is he is he is stroking he is he stroking out <laughs> and then like i i looked at you and i'm like Okay, I don't know. Is this supposed to be funny? I don't know. Like, I don't want to laugh at it. Poor Seth. Poor Seth. I, I, I'm the kind of guy that if you fall, I laugh and then ask you if you're okay. I legitimately yeah. want to ask you if you're okay, but I just, I don't know. You got to laugh. I yeah. have to. And I'm really it. bad about deflecting things with humor because I don't like awkward situations. I think we've had this conversation before. I really don't like small talk. Yeah, awkward small talk, and I don't like serious situations. So I, mm. I've trained myself to be able to do it while I'm like in my a professional setting. I'm I'm exceptionally good at it, but it's taken a lot of work, and I don't <laughs> feel comfortable. It, like it makes my body hurt to be in. Be some, serious. Yes, I don't like it. Like I just don't. I'm not an overly serious. Have you ever seen me be serious? No. Okay, neither of my kids. And it's becoming a problem mm. now because they're at the age where we have to be like serious with them and they're like, yeah, okay, dad. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah, okay, okay, dad. I like, give me the wink. like Wink. Eh. Yeah, like, yeah, we know you're joking. I'm like, no, I'm fucking not joking. Oh, boy. I'll smack you in the head. Wham! Yeah. <laughs> Wait until they're teenagers. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. I don't want to think Let's about that. Let's not get there. 
yet. Not, let's not get there yet. Now, never. I, I wish I could bottle them up and keep them at the age they're at right this second. That's my biggest fear with uh, having a kid is the eventual middle school, high school age. Because we've all been through it. We all knew what that was like. And you don't want, presumably, right, your kid to go through it. And then, selfishly, you don't want to go through it with your kid or for your kid or all, all of the above because it's scary. And um, as we have discussed on here and in in text, like social media is bad. So it's it's scary out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it, but um, no, it's rewarding. Every, every The whole process, the whole, the, this, the, like to sit back and think, so uh, this, is a, this is a good segue. So uh, Lucy and I went to see Wonka um, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And as you know, I have a love-hate relationship with Timothy Chalamet. Mostly, I love to hate him because I don't care for him most yep. of the time. Um, I think it's the whole I'm old thing. This is the probably the first um, experience I have with it to where it's a younger actor, and I'm like, I just don't like... Ezra Miller was probably the first one, but he's like a real scumbag, so I don't think Timothy Chalamet is a scumbag. Um, I don't think so. I I'm in the same boat as you. I I don't hate him. I don't love him. I don't find the appeal. And I also think it's because we're older, so maybe we just don't get it. Now we're getting in that age where I understand that whole you're older and you don't get it with yes what's happening for young people. What I thought it was was like I was like oh he's like this generation's actor right and i'm like look at this little mm-hmm. this little twerp this is this is this generation's guy like where are the tom hardy's like where are like the christian bales like these like manly men right and then i'm like yeah johnny depp was the actor for ever and he's not a manly like he is very much kind of twerpy i don't even know if i'm supposed to say that in 2024 but i'm going to um so I don't know. Like I maybe it's just I think it's a me problem. It's not a him problem. But anyway, I saw Wonka because Lucy <laughs> wanted to see it. I could have cared less to have seen it. I really liked Same. the Johnny Depp one. I know a lot of other people did not like that one. Um, I did. I enjoy the first one as well, the older one. I think with Gene Wilder. But I just Wilder, didn't yep. didn't have any want to see this movie. But she wanted to see it, so we went to see it. So it starts off, and I'm like, ugh, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. And I'm not mm. enjoying it. Like, it's exactly what I... It was crappy Timothy Chalamet singing, who's not a good singer, by the way. And it's like he's on Oh, a, no, I didn't know it was singing. Oh, yeah, it's a musical. Oh. So he's in, on a bow, and he's singing, and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, ugh. So it gets to this certain point, and he makes a really bad decision. And I'm like... Uh, even worse because I hate people that make dumb decisions uh, that are very, it's very obvious they shouldn't have done this. But if he didn't do this, we wouldn't have had a movie, which I always have to to convince myself is is 99% of movies. Anyway, Lucy is loving this movie the whole time, just giggling and laughing and she's loving Mm -hmm. it, dude. So I'm like, okay, all right, giving it a chance, giving it a chance. And as it progresses... (laughs) I've noticed somebody's calling me on the Alexa device. I don't know who it is. Alexa, in call. So I, um, 
and like watching her enjoy it. I'm enjoying the movie through her, right? Okay. Yeah. And then it gets to like these emotional parts. And then I start like feeling bad for Wonka. I'm like, oh man, man, this is really bad. This is really crappy. He had a really crappy like childhood. And um, you see why he is with, but they did a really great job of making you feel for this character. And Timothy Chalamet did a great job with this character. Um, and at the end of it, like I told you, we were both sitting there like crying. Both of us were like crying at the movie theater as this movie's ending. It's like, oh my God, like I didn't expect this. Oh, okay. Turn so, of events. Yes. How that led into that is she's, she'll be 10. So, 11 years ago, you would have never, Abby had never seen me cry until we had kids. So like you would, I would not have been at the movie theater crying watching Wonka. Yeah. And now, and now you are <laughs> now. Yes. I can't get through most movies without crying when it has to do with the kids. Oh, and you're, I just realized you're a girl dad. That's so cute. <sighs> you're a legit, a girl dad. <laughs> I am a hundred percent girl dad yes i just i don't know why after all over a year i'm like oh my god you're a girl dad you know what you know why i think you never realized i don't know i'm being serious i'm gonna be serious here now for a minute okay Mm-hmm. I honestly think it's because of the alpha male <laughs> persona that i project onto people oh yes for sure yeah you're like he's got a bunch of rugged boys at home <laughs> It's going to get worse for you, I think. I'm sure there's going to be even more crying as they get older. Oh, yeah. Other things that are going to happen. Good. All good, I hope. But that is interesting. And that I think that's the beauty of kids, right? And you just said something that I think a lot of parents do is that you you are enjoying it through your child. 100%. And that's really something. Yeah. I hope to do that someday. That sounds so nice. It is. It is. And it's also very... uh trying at times because you're like you're loving to death one second and then five minutes yeah. later you're ready to like like kill them eh, yeah pretty much debatable uh, <laughs> sometimes but yeah so Wonka yeah. I would suggest that's like your thing I would suggest going to see it because like I said I did not anticipate I to be honest I was I love going to the movies with the kids like I yeah. would go see any movie they want to see just because I like the experience with them and I'm hoping they can really get into movies, which they're starting to now, especially with like all the Harry Potter stuff that we've been doing. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, you know, I thought it was a really good movie. If they made another one, I would go. I don't think they need to make another one, just for the record. But if they did, I would go see it. And it gives you a little bit of backstory on him as a character. And um, one thing in particular, which I don't want to ruin for anybody that hasn't seen it yet, but uh, at the end of the movie, when it gets to the part that made us both tear up, you'll know exactly why it made us tear okay. up. Okay, so. It's just, it's a, it's an integral part of the Wonka storyline throughout even the other movies. And it's just, it was emotional why that little piece was so important, like to him later moving forward. But, okay. And what was I going to say? And this was still in theater. This came out in December. Did it really? I didn't realize that. Yeah. So that's interesting. It's still out in theater. I thought by now it would have been out so that's interesting i think when, it came out when did it release christmas day let's did it no i thought aquaman came out christmas day well now i'm not sure but let's look we can look her up I, right now i was i was gonna say though for it can. if it really had been out that long there was quite a few people at the theater seeing it 
Oh, okay. What about for as because we talked about whether we would watch this movie or not, and we both said no. Mm-hmm. And um, you're at least a fan of the other two. I'm not a fan of either. Do you think oh. I could still enjoy this movie? Um, I think it'll be tough if you don't enjoy the others. And by the way, it came out December fifteenth. Oh, oh, so even farther. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, okay. would you enjoy okay, it? I don't think so. Okay. Fair enough. That's why I asked. <laughs> I don't think so. If you don't have any ties to the other, like I said, I was the biggest fan. Like I mm-hmm. and I get, I like Johnny Depp a lot, so I think that was a really Same. weird portrayal of Willy Wonka that he did. It was very Tim Burton. Um, yeah, and Johnny Depp ish, of course. But I yeah. don't know. I don't know if you would like. I would like to tell you to watch it, but I feel like I've given you like eighty six movies already that you. I think you'll enjoy more than this. So. Mm. Okay, so we'll we'll move it down the priority list to low. Yeah, I would say it's not a priority. But let's say like your mom or your dad were like, "Oh, Wonka's out," and we really liked the original. Like, I would say yes, go see. Like, yes, go okay. see it for sure, and maybe even in theaters because I think it was like a it was a production that was was well suited for the theater versus maybe at home on a smaller screen without the surround sound. But you have okay. surround sound now, so you're in there. I'm in. I have a movie theater at home well i'm just saying you're, i'm the cool kid now you're rich you host parties you have a movie theater with surround sound you are drinking out of some sort of chalice it's amazing the glass mm. it's literally a glass glass i don't know i've never They're been amongst glass. i've never been amongst royalty before i just i don't know how to act oh. right now you're welcome thank you welcome thank you. and you're welcome so I want to mail. Have you already told me about Night Swim? Did we already discuss this movie? We just did. We do. I know we discussed it in text form. I don't know if we talked about it on here, actually. Well, and uh, good. It is. I know we you discussed this the other day in the chat. The, um, you haven't watched a lot of horror movies. This is the only horror movie I've watched this year. New. I- I don't think I've watched any except for I, if you classify Saltburn as a horror movie, which I'm sorry, Tawny, I personally do not. Um, but I don't classify it as a good movie either, just so everybody knows. But uh, yeah, Saltburn is probably the only horror adjacent even adjacent. Movie that I've watched this year. But I was looking yesterday and there is nothing coming out until um godzilla versus kong that i am even remotely excited for and that's when by the way 29th or march yeah i think it's in march so march 29th i think and by that time last year we already had because scream came out early march of last year we had sick infinity pool something like we had stuff Mm -hmm. already by this time i I'm I'm not excited this year not for either. anything. It's sad. It's interesting that you brought that up the other day because it actually made me think, oh shit, I've only watched Night Swim. Night Swim, yeah. I I keep wanting to say um Swim Fan. Swim fan. Yeah. And I I've never even watched that movie, but it just I because I know that's the name. Ah. Maybe we should so. do Swim Fan as an episode. Okay. 
Is that a horror movie? Well, it doesn't matter. We can do whatever we want on this show. It's kind of a stalker movie. I mean, mm. what's horror anymore? We fucking nominated Saltburn for some stuff. So it did, did it win anything? I hope not. I don't think it did win anything. Yeah, that'd be a tragedy. I'd, honestly, I'm the type of person that would go in and change the results just so it didn't win. Yeah, I, I saw your score on good old Letterboxd. What a terrible mm-hmm. movie. What a terrible movie. We could do a <laughs> swim fan. I'd be into that. But um, So Night Swim is the only big release thus far this year in horror. Um, yep. And if I remember correctly, you were drastically disappointed with it. Oh, my God. I So not even halfway through that movie, I just looked over at, at Mom, who is my co-host, and I was just like, uh, no. This is a huge <laughs> no. And then as the movie just progressed, we looked at each other like, what is this? It's like, what did we sign up for? It was that and bad, huh? It's just that it was, it was boring, it was predictable, and it just wasn't... They could have done so much better with it. I mean, I've basically for I've deleted it from my system already to make space for potentially something else. Okay, to remember, <laughs> you got to delete stuff. It's like your computer. That's true. You got to back it up. That's true. Or delete. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, maybe back it up to the cloud. Maybe not get rid of it fully, but. Uh, we can get rid of this fully. It was that bad. So I mean, what like was the acting bad? Was the plot bad? Was the like what? Like, I'm probably not going to watch it if I'm being honest. So like, just talk me through this. The acting was, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. The plot is where I didn't like it, and it just it left a lot to be determined. I remember thinking, or they could, like I said, they could have made the reason right for this pool i believe to be something scarier and better than what it ended up being and i don't know i just i even like the you know how all these horror movies usually have a grief story to it a personal story a battle that the uh, the patient i'm sorry that the character is going through yeah and even in this one it was um the main character so the actor is wyatt russell who if you don't know who that is that's Kurt Russell's son with Goldie Hawn, just in case. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So first that made me excited. I was like, oh, I like him. And um, he's an ex-baseball or he's a baseball player who got injured or has MS. And basically the pool has healing properties, but with consequences. But like I didn't fully buy his story. I didn't uh, not fall in love, but I just didn't get into it. I didn't get into this healing properties of the pool. Mm-hmm. I wasn't attached, so I just didn't care. Kind of like, not as bad as Talk to Me, where I c- couldn't stand the main character, so it made it hard for me to enjoy the movie. This movie, just the characters were so blah that I just couldn't get into their tragedy to maybe side with them and sympathize. I was just like, can we just go? Either drown or move on. Ooh, Let's go. Wow. <laughs> drown or move on. Drown or move on. So there Let's is no go. monster in this pool. Uh, yes. But that's the other thing. It's multiple dead people and a monster. They barely show the monster. Mm. Uh from what I remember, so it wasn't even that cool. Hmm. Yeah, I'm t- I'm even struggling because I just really don't remember. Yeah. It was a month ago, and I don't remember. 
That's bad. As much anymore. That, that means it, it was bad. pretty bad. And if I'm not mistaken, this is Blumhouse and mm-hmm. um, Atomic Monsters first collaboration Collab. together. So that's uh, that. You know, a good it, sign. it doesn't even surprise me though, because Blumhouse puts out some shitty movies, dude. Let's be honest. They do. They they really do. So I also went in went in with that expectation but i was i was mildly excited because it's a mm. haunted pool you know that hasn't really been explored and it just could have been darker it could have just had a it was also pg13 which the ring is still i think the best pg13 horror movie out there probably and just nothing lives up to it it's very hard to do i believe a decent horror movie as rated pg13 so i think that limited it Pretty sure it was PG thirteen. If it wasn't, it should have been. Because <laughs> I just, I'm sorry if somebody liked this, but I saw a lot of people didn't like it. It's got. I think it's gotten pretty bad. We can look it up on uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Um, well, I just yeah. came up with two things off topic real quick. It would be fun to do Blumhouse ratings movies. It would be fun to go through Blumhouse's horror catalog and rate the Ooh. like. Maybe come up with some sort of rating system for like a large group of, of movies that we could do. Um, secondly, it would be fun to rate PG-13 movies. That would be. And it, it is PG-13. I will say. Oh, and here was the other thing. It was an hour and a half and it felt like a much longer movie mm. because I it didn't seem to have, to me, enough action, quote unquote, horror action to keep me entertained. I mean, it was just negative. Yeah, all around. I really have nothing good to say. I can tell it's got twenty one percent critics on the tomato meter, which is uh, yikes, bully bull crap in my opinion. Everybody knows how much I dislike their uh, the way they do that because it's not necessarily what was actually rated. However, the average critics rating is a four point three out of ten or forty three percent, which is actually spot on with the audience's average rating. No. Uh, which is 42%, which doesn't make any sense because it should actually be 60 because three out of five is 60% if I'm doing my mathematics correctly. So again, yeah. this is Rotten Tomatoes. Take it with a grain of salt. But to me, the the critics' average rating as I'm reading this is 43%, and the audience average rating is a 60%. So Yeah. Take I your- mean, I again... I, all my Instagram feed, if people were watching it and doing mini reviews on it, no one really seemed to like it. They were all disappointed because of the same issue where it had potential and they just didn't blow it up more. Yeah, that's a bummer. I wonder how... Don't you ever wonder like, when these movies come out and somebody sits down and they're like, well, we've invested all of these millions of dollars into making this movie mm-hmm. and they sit down and they're like... Francis Cobweb. Like, you're telling me that nobody, like, around this table was like, hey, why don't we fix this CGI? Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Why Not, did they think that was a good idea? I mean, Night Swim. Hey, this is James Wan and uh, Blum. Is it Jason Blum? Yeah, Jason Blum's yeah. first project together. Maybe we ought to uh, maybe go back and make it good. Yeah, but alas, here we are. Wow, you're the only one of my friends on Letterboxd that's seen this. I thought maybe some other people had seen it, but you gave it a one, one and a half. 
Oops. <laughs> they, this, this person said, feels like it was made in 2006, but sat on a shelf for yes. 18 years. Yes. You know what? That's actually pretty accurate. It has that early mid 2000s vibe, but clear, like with better cameras yeah. now because it's HD, but okay. that's not a bad description of the whole atmosphere of this movie. Got, that's actually pretty good. I got two more just because they're funny. Uh, oh, yes, please. Next person. Personally, I would have just put chlorine in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> next one. When the That's black funny. liquid started to come out of some people's eyes, I thought I was watching a Billie Eilish video. Oh, geez. <laughs> okay, last one because this one is funny. This movie, it's like sex with an unsatisfying orgasm. <gasps> wow. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. There you go. Night swim. That's a good one. So don't don't see it is what you're saying. Basically. Sorry guys. I mean, hey, if you're if you're bored and you want to sit through an hour and a half of potentially a bad movie, but maybe you'll like it. I just don't recommend it. I don't want to. Dude, honest to God, I haven't been watching shit lately. We started um we started the new True Detective series on HBO. Have you watched it? I have not. Any good? Um, here's the thing. I think you're going to like it, but it is okay. very sci-fi. Mm. Um, here's what it feels like. So Jodie Foster is in it. Okay. Yes. Yep. My first question, to Abby, as it's starting, I'm like, okay, over under, is she going to have the Clarice Southern? Oh, another call on. Another call on Alexa. Anyway, uh, is she going to have the Clarice Starling mm. uh, accent? No, she does not. She does not have it. So anyway, they're in, this this one takes place in Alaska. Mm-hmm. There, uh, She is a sheriff or some sort of cop in this small town in Alaska, and there is this research facility out in the middle of nowhere covered by snow. These mm-hmm. six or seven guys have been there doing all this research. Uh, a delivery guy shows up, and... Uh, everybody's gone. They can't find them. They've just disappeared. Don't know where they went. Mm-hmm. Jodie Foster gets called in. She's got this other partner who has like lived there forever and was there before she got to town and became the sheriff. And they've got some turmoil going on. Um, naturally, she has a daughter who is like 18, is um, a lesbian, and is having um, sexual encounters with a 16-year-old girl. And that mm. girl's mom is not happy about it because she's underage. Um, so they had to work that character in there, right? So they're they're checking all the boxes, hitting all the stuff. But it didn't take away from the show. I, okay. It's not like um, it's a wonderful knife where every single character was like had to check some boxes. They do it tastefully in this. However, okay. um, it reminds me of every single alien movie or every mm. single like we're stuck in the snow movie where I see where it's going. So mm. there's definitely some alien-esque things going on here or there's also like the tribal because um, there's like Native Americans uh, oh, okay. that lore wrapped into it as well. So yeah. it'll, it'll be interesting to see where they, Abby is totally checked out. I'm only <laughs> going to probably finish it so that I know what happens because I'm honestly not that into it, to be honest. It'll probably yeah. be something I have on while I'm not really paying attention to it and we'll kind of check in and out. But I think you, this is like a Jess and a um, Erica type of movie because I, I think it'll be right up your alley 
sci okay. fi um kind of weird the tribal thing i kind of like yeah okay yeah so i don't know if it's gonna be alien that's why i asked abby i was like okay so is this gonna be like some sort of spirit or like is it gonna be an alien she was like oh i think they're gonna go aliens totally um okay so I'm we'll in. see i don't know maybe it'll get better the problem for me is uh it is very much it, it very much reminds me of like john carpenter's the thing it's very much okay. like that. It's this research facility out in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the snow. They find the people, spoiler, at the end of the first episode, they end up finding these guys and they're all like frozen in the snow, like out in the middle of nowhere, like doing these weird like hand gestures at the sky. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think you would probably get, be into it. I'm going to suggest to Jess too. I think she'll probably like it. Uh, Jodie Foster is great in it. She's got some okay. demons. She's battling as well. They've done a good job of working that in, but I just, I don't know. Um, I loved season one of True Detective. Season two, I watched all of it and I did not like it. Season three, we never finished. So like they don't have a good, it it's, re, kind of reminds me of how I feel about um, American Horror Story. Yeah. They haven't been uh, historically consistent because I also, I loved season one. I finished it. Season two, never finished because I also didn't enjoy it. And I never even watched um, season three. So don't know, but I have heard better reception for this season. And now that you're saying what it could be themed around, I am naturally interested. I think you'll like it. I think you and yeah. Jess, it would be interesting. It'll be interesting to get yours and Jess's take on it. Um, if you guys do, in fact, watch it and finish it. I'm planning on finishing. I'm sorry, my earbuds are underneath my wheel. Okay. I do plan on finishing it. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna. Maybe it'll it'll trick me. Maybe it'll change my mind later, and it'll become something completely different. And it'll be. I really like it whenever. I think what season one did so well is that. Well, first off, it had Matthew McConaughey, in it. and it's honestly hard to not like anything Matthew McConaughey does. He just is that. He's like just a likable actor, um, and Woody Harrelson as well. But mm-hmm. they made you think. Throughout the majority of that series, that it was going to be some sort of supernatural, like something weird is going on, and then it full circle. It's very humanistic, just yeah. a, a sadistic, severely um, unhealthy, disturbed. disturbed person. Yeah, so it'll be interesting yeah. to see if they can do that with this series and really turn it around. I don't know how they would do it at this point because it's it's it's. If you watch it, you'll see like even that right out of the gate, the first episode, it's very very sci fi. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Be on Max, so I'm going to have to get it anyway cuz there's that's the one service that I had and I don't have anymore and I mm. want it back. So because of those shows and they have classic series on there that like a Game of Thrones and I need it for House of House of the Dragon anyway. That's true. Since it's coming out this year. That is very true. So, very true, but I'm in the same boat as you. I haven't been really watching anything. I've been more uh, reading, playing video games. I'm actually playing this game that m- reminded me of you. It's it's The Walking Dead, and it's called the Telltale series. Like It's the studio. It's basically a moving comic book. That's I don't cool. know how else to describe it. Yeah, the art style is really... I'll send you a, a screenshot next time I play it because it literally looks like a moving comic. It's coming out of the comic book, but in color instead of black and white, like how the graphic novel is. But it's decision... 
you make decisions and it affects the game and you're making those hard decisions like oh do we bring in these uh survivors or you know how do they affect the group you have to ration your food like it's a whole it's like if you are involved in the decision making of the walking dead and it's been very enjoyable because it's just like I call it a chill game because it's literally just them talking most of the time and you yeah. just make a decision. Okay. And then you kind of walk around and we, the episode, because they're in episodes and the episode I just did, it was like disturbing what happened and it's graphic, surprisingly graphic. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised, but, uh, but it's very enjoyable. So I haven't really been watching anything or care to because I'm reading or playing video games. So this is a The Walking Dead video game, though. It's the the actual series. The walk is it characters from the show or are these different characters? So they're different characters. The only one that has shown up is Glenn. Is the uh, only relatable character so far, or the only uh, familiar character? These are. It seems like they're just in that world, but probably on the other side of Atlanta, let's say. Uh, so do you think long term, it, or I guess how many hours does this game play for this? Do you know? Ooh. Well, this game is old, so I it's oh. just that I'm playing it now. But judging fr- from the achievement, right, which is that you complete the games, it's 23 episodes long. Okay. And they're over so far. They're over. Each one is two hours or more. So it's a lot. Yeah. And you're getting a lot of story. So I'm interested to see if it'll, I'll let you know, like if it weaves in other characters or if they meet, um, I know I looked kind of ahead and one of the chapters, cause there's chapters and then there's episodes within them. Let's that's somehow how it's broken down. I saw Michonne somewhere in there. So I'm interested to see how it, combines or not we'll see interesting i Mm -hmm. wonder if um how how the characters will be intertwined or what does your character have a name my main character it's again i mean unless he comes in later it's lee and Mm -hmm. he's just a he he was going to prison when the show or game opened and uh the apocalypse happened and he gets separated from the cop that was transporting him. He runs into this neighborhood and he saves this little girl who is potentially now orphaned. So it's him with a little girl mm. and then they run into a group and then that group has Glenn and then other character, you know? Yeah. And here we go. Here we begin the apocalypse. Uh, you have to choose who you're going to save sometimes out of two people and it affects the outcome supposedly later. Interesting. Yeah. So theoretically, you could play this game a bunch of different times based on the decisions you make, and there will be different outcomes. Correct. And that's why I like those games, because I have a lot of games like this that are decision-based. I never go back and play them again, but but that is the appeal in general, is that you could go back and play it again and see how the other outcome is. Yeah, that'd be interesting. But nobody has time for that, right? Because by the time uh-uh. you're done with this, you'll be ready to play something else, and then you're never going to go back to it. So I can... Yeah. yeah. But and it's fun. Intriguing. The point is it's fun. As it should be. So I don't know if you saw or not, but there was some Texas Chainsaw Massacre news that came out. I don't have it pulled up. Um, I just had remembered somebody else talking about it earlier this week, but it sounds like they're going to be making a new Texas Chainsaw movie. Really? I did not see that. 
actually doesn't appear to me at least that it um, is going to be like a sequel or anything having to do with the 2022 movie that came out on Netflix. That it does not have anything to do with it. No, it's going to be it's the plot to me. So the plot is um, there is a um, there is like a suburb or like a what do you call those a development house development place in texas mm-hmm. and um it's going to be somehow incorporated the 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 family is going to be somehow incorporated into that where their house is like off nice. like maybe they're building this development around where the the uh what is they're they're not the hewitts are they are they the hewitts in the original or is that in the 2003 version i can't remember you got me i don't remember either I we can't can look it up. Remember. Um, nonetheless, but it sounds like in the plot of this new movie, um, it's going to be the family, and they're gonna basically I don't know if they're gonna be like going up against these people or these people are mm. it, it kind of sounded to me like maybe they're gonna try to make Leatherface and his family kind of like you're root you shouldn't be rooting for them, but you kind of are. Does that make sense? But you might. Hmm. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Jigsaw. That's true. In Saw 10. <laughs> Here we go. 2024. Let's see. I'm trying to find this plot that I had. Uh... I'm trying to look on, on Bloody Disgusting to see if it was on here somewhere, but I have not found. It's all, of course, it's on Bloody Disgusting, but my uh, freaking... It was from two days. Sexy Handsome Massacre releases big news update. It's 22 hours ago. It's on a different site. So hopefully my computer doesn't go crazy. <laughs> the huge. The usual. It might. It does that. So. Yeah. I don't know. Um, anyway, I found an article on it here. But this looks like it's about the game. So I don't think that's what I want. Sorry, everybody. Uh, mm. Let me go back here. Here we go. New, I'm going to have to go to Bloody Disgusting. I don't really want to do it, but I'm going to have to. You're going to have to. Yeah. Uh, Geek Vibes Nation is the one who released this uh, information. So the film is set to explore the seemingly peaceful facade, I don't know what that means, of Oasis Oaks, a gated community in rural Texas. The site notes, within the... Min- Manicured lawns and vigilant security, a protagonist family enjoying suburban bliss becomes entangled in a harrowing battle for survival as they confront the infamous Leatherface and his macabre kin in an abandoned property nearby. Mm. So there you go. That seems to be uh, what the movie is going to be about. So. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022 um, came. Did you know this? I did not know this. So the the new one on from Netflix in 2022. Um, I think it was mm-hmm. the Fetty Fetty Alvarez one, correct? He was didn't direct I it. So. But I yeah. think he had a hand in writing it. It came in number two on Netflix's global charts. Um, oh, for that week, I thought it was total, but it was viewed by 29 million. Uh, subscribers or no viewed by subscribers for 29 million hours in the first few days that's pretty still pretty crazy that is a lot i mean that's a that's a heavy hitter name franchise character i mean he's pretty i think he's uh or yeah leatherface i think like uh jason or michael or ghostface i think those are people that even non-horror fans 
are very aware <laughs> out I, there. I agree. I have his mask right down there somewhere over there. I yes. see it. Yep. He's there. there he is. Of course, he doesn't have a whole row like Mikey here or a whole top shelf like Ghostface, but he's there. Um, he's there. Okay, so the 2022 Texas Chainsaw Massacre says in its second week, it became the third most watched movie on Netflix's streaming service. So like it, it was, oh, wow. it is their number three at that time, yeah. uh, most watched movie. So it did really well. So it doesn't surprise me they're going to be making another one. I honestly thought they yeah. would have already done it. I didn't think it would take them this long, yeah. but I like it was a writer strike. Ah, good point. I bet you are 100% correct. That's going to really be a pain in our ass the next year or so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think uh, if, if the upcoming movies doesn't make that evident, I don't know what does. This is just such a sad year this year, but yes. I'm hoping. I'm hoping we'll still get some hidden gems or they'll drop some movies that weren't previously announced and they just want to keep it under wraps for now. But um, I'm not so surprised that they would make another one of these i mean these movies always make money there's always a fandom for it i mean i'm looking at bloody disgusting i just saw it somewhere they're making another amityville uh <laughs> scarecrow too if they're making more of those which why then yeah you can definitely continue to make texas chainsaw high budget movies well, the thing with Amityville is because it's such an old property, the rights have been... I think you and I may have discussed this a while back on one of the news episodes, but the, the rights to it are basically... The intellectual property is no longer like copyrighted or something. So that's why there's so many Amityville movies. It's kind of like this whole Winnie the Pooh, Alice, yeah. like all these Disney movie crazes where they're making them into horror movies because the intellectual property is no longer copyrighted. I think that's just how... Don't, I get... As I said at the right. beginning of the episode, I pretend to sound like I'm intelligent and know what I'm talking about, but a large percentage yeah. of the time I don't. This is one of those moments, people. And I think it speaks volumes to my um, uh, my understanding of myself as a human being to be able to just say that in this moment, okay? Yes, because you you can see yourself. Thank you. I, I, I really do appreciate that. Um, so <laughs> 2022 Text Chainsaw, when it came out, what was your initial response to that movie? Um, I mean, I I was excited to watch it because it was Netflix. So I'm thinking, OK, it's not going to be a low budget sequel of the franchise. It was I thought I'm one of those that did not like it, mm. to be honest. It was remember, I don't like gore. So it was overly gore. That bus scene had me really grossed out. As I'm sure if you like gore, it's very exciting. But mm. for me, I don't think I had watched Terrifier yet. Okay. So that's probably why as well. But that's that movie just it grossed me out too much. I just uh, the characters were really irritating. The very uh, entitled. I don't know if they were millennials, but I think or maybe they were Gen Z's. I don't know. I think they were Sorry, Gen, Gen Z. I think they were Gen Zers. Yeah, I think and I think that was the point. So maybe they did achieve it, but they were just oh, awful to if i remember it just very you know uppity coming to that little town to fix it up whatever it was just not up my alley but i will say i would still watch mm -hmm. this one that comes out because at the end of the day it's still entertaining because you always want to see with these movies what 
what is the character going to do to make them stupidly come across Leatherface? Right. And why are they coming across this man to begin with? Um, and I think we got some interesting backstory in this one a little bit, didn't we? In that house or the apartment? Um, just thing? yeah, yeah. Just with the lady that had uh, basically took taken him in when. Oh yeah. All the other stuff yeah. had happened, but. I did not like it when I first watched it. And I know the, the consensus in our group was that it was a bad movie. People were not um, into it, which sucked yeah. because I was on a work trip when it released and I was, mm. it, was, it was a weekend work trip. So everybody else had got to see it when it came out and I had to wait till I returned home um, before I could watch it. Yeah. So everybody was trying like, I think there were side conversations happening. So I, cause I asked people not to, to say anything cause I didn't want to have any preconceived notions before I watched it. Yeah. Um, but I, the, I could tell that the general consensus was in the group was that most people did not like it. So I was like, Oh man, I was already going into it with that. So the mm. first time I watched it, I, I was, had the same opinion as I think everybody in our group was that I was like, Oh, you know, not great. But then I watched it a second time, and that is when I really enjoyed it. So I'm pretty mm. sure. I wonder what I rated that. It'd be interesting to see. But I know the second time I watched it, I actually really enjoyed it. Interesting. Interesting. It is interesting because you went into it with a negative mindset because of others. I didn't uh, have any expectations because I hadn't read anything about it. I may have watched it maybe the a few days after it released, so I didn't have time to run into people's opinions yet. Mm. But I didn't go in with a yay or nay situation, but I still just didn't like it. Yeah. But it is what it is. I could see that not being into the gore. And uh, Do you yeah. like the... So I love Texas Chainsaw 2003. It's one of my favorite movies. I can't stand any of the Texas Chainsaws before that. It drives Mark nuts because he has a uh, a, love, a for love for the original. Um, mm -hmm. I ended up rating this three and a half. So, I mean, it's not terrible. That's not terrible. To me, three and up is good. 60% are up in my movie mind. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So, of my nine friends on here that have watched it, uh, Brooke from uh, Podcast and Upstreet gave it a one. Eesh. Mark gave it a two. Mm. Uh, another guy I follow on here gave it a two. <laughs> I don't know who this is, but they gave it a two and a half. Uh, Jess gave it a three. Okay. Chuck from Chuck Goes to the Movies gave it a half a star. Oof. Two Chicks gave it a two. Anthony Porcelain Pete gave it a two. And then the third person didn't rate us. They must have checked that they wanted to watch it. Um, mm. Yikes. You gave it the highest rating in that I group did. of people. I gave it the highest rating, yeah, three yeah. and a half. But again, I um, remember the first time that I did watch it, I didn't care for it. So I didn't really like it mm -hmm. until the second time. And I can't remember exactly why the second time I did like it. I wonder if I've got that somewhere. I'm certain maybe I did an episode on it, maybe I didn't. I don't remember because that was a while ago. Maybe you let some time go by and... You just revisited it with a different because you got it over with, right? You're like, all right, I went in this note thinking everybody said it sucked. But something stayed in the back of your head to make you go watch it again. 
Because why else would you watch it again? Well, I think because I really wanted to like it. Um, I'm somebody who loves yeah. Texas Chainsaw 3D and other people hate Texas Chainsaw 3D. I like that movie a lot. It helps that Alexander Daddario is gorgeous. Um, so I'd probably watch her do anything for an hour and a half. So she just happened to be in a Leatherface um, <laughs> movie. Anyway, um, I actually went and watched it the second time because Abby wanted to watch it. So I watched it the first time by myself and then I went back and watched uh, it with her the second time. But um, So are, are you excited for a new Texas Chainsaw movie um, or do you think this is one they need to kind of let breathe a little bit? Uh, they're not going to, so it doesn't really matter. I'm... I'm not excited to be honest. I I'm more into this is one of those franchises they've made so many mm. at this point. Yes. Like Nightmare on Elm Street, like it's and uh what's that that other one? Hellraiser. All these movies that have way too many Amityville, clearly. Yes. Um that I'm just not excited cuz they don't have and for me it doesn't have a good track record with che- with Texas Chainsaw. I do like the original and I do enjoy the 20 20- not 20, the 2003 mm-hmm. one. I did watch that in theater, I believed, and I really enjoyed it. I've watched it several times at home back when I had the DVD. Uh, but And I think I actually liked, I think it was a prequel that came out after the one in 2003. Uh, the begin- so it- There's the beginning, which is the prequel to the, the 2003. It's got... Um- yeah. What's her name? The gal from uh, Fast and Furious in it. I don't remember. Jordana Brewster, I think, is her name. But I didn't. I know I liked that one. And then of the originals, I've only seen the first one. I never saw part two. Like, I've never been one of those people that watch a lot of sequels. Scream was the only exception that I've watched several sequels or all, well, all of them, several sequels, uh, Halloween. I've seen a few, but not all of them. Like, I don't know. I just don't stay interested enough to watch, especially when there's a million sequels. That's true. To you, all these you're movies. not a franchise gal. I'm not, mm. I'm not. And I, and I feel bad because I feel like that's part of being a horror fan is watching all these franchises. And I'm just like, I can't because we already have limited time. I don't want to sit there and watch something that I'm just going to get pissed that mm. I just wasted time That's watching true. if it's bad, you know? Yeah. See, I'm the opposite, but I also grew up with it. Like the Scream franchise yeah. and the Halloween franchise and the Friday the 13th. Fr- and I'm also into slashers, which slashers typically there mm. is that franchise behind the majority of them, right? So that's kind yeah. of where I'm at. And that's the Saw franchise. It's such like I enjoy... Oh, it'd be interesting to rank all my favorite franchises and see. Obviously, mm. you know the first one will be Scream, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I am excited for it. I hope that it's good, and um, I would hope that it's out in theaters and it's not just another dump on Netflix. Mm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens this year. I, I heck, I wish they would come out with it this year because this year is going to be a little light on horror movies. I think so. Yes. Uh, are we getting Saw Eleven? this year well that's a great segue because i have it pulled up now so saw 11 is officially confirmed and is expected to premiere on september 27th 2024 the next saw movie will be a be a prequel like exploration of john kramer or a direct Mm. sequel to the events of spiral 
with the return of Deadly Traps. That doesn't make any sense. Saw 10 was a successful installment of the franchise, focusing on the story of John Kramer and receiving positive reviews from audiences and critics. This I'm excited for. (laughs) Yeah. Because as you know, as all of you probably know, I loved Saw 10 from last year was my movie of the year from last year. And uh, I am excited. And now... I don't know if they just continue exploring John Kramer and that whole sympathy, weird sympathy that you have for him. Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. If they just replicate the same, I hate saying it like vibe of saw 10. I think they're, they're going to be in business. It was so good. It was so good. You know what I watched yesterday? Evil dead rise. Yeah. They're, they're coming out with another one of those as well. Did not know that. Good news then. And I know you and I talked about it last year. I know I enjoyed it. But honestly, when I when I went to rewatch it last night, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I'm really if I really care to watch this again. Yeah, right. But by the time the movie was 20 minutes after the title card, I was like, oh, my God, I forgot the title <laughs> card is so cool. What's wrong with me? Dude, it's, a, it's a drastically undervalued portion of that uh, Evil Dead Rise movie is the beginning with the title card where it rises up out of the water. Dude, it's so good. It's so good. It's so and the, the whole movie is really good. It's scary it's fantastic that's a whole other thing but anyway the point is i rewatched it good to know there's more more coming i am interested to see where they take this salsa 11 movie because uh-huh. this this tells me they don't have any idea what it's going to be um all they have is a director at this point but and a release date so i mean it's coming it's going to happen but I am with you i think it would be a drastic misstep to make it a sequel to spiral mm-hmm. Um, again, I like Spiral. I thought Spiral was a really good movie. I know other people uh, disagree. I personally mm-hmm. really enjoyed Spiral. I thought Chris Rock did a great job in that movie. However, uh, like you said, they need to take that formula that they now have of uh, people being sympathetic to John Kramer and make as many of Run these as <laughs> they can while Tobin Bell can still do this. Because let's be honest, he looked older in Saul 10, yeah. which is supposed to be a, a prequel to Saul 1, he looked much older, which it makes sense because, I mean, it's 20 years later, but nonetheless, like, how long can they get away with this? Yeah, agree. I, I say if you're going to capitalize on it for the franchise, do it now while he still can. Uh, use some prosthetics if you need to make the guy look but uh, I'm here for it. I am excited. Uh, and I'm glad that at least that's coming out this year. I don't know how they're going to, if they only have a director, how do they make the movie that fast? But I guess that proves how quickly they can make movies. But that's also scary. I mean, Does for that how many years in a row did we get a Saw movie every single Halloween? So, I mean, granted, the storylines kept up and were pretty good throughout it. It was just everything else that kind of went downhill. But yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll find it's supposed to hit theaters uh, September the 27th. Is that what I said? Yeah, 20 something, yeah. Yeah. Just so. like uh just like last year, right in time for Halloween as always. I'll take it. I wonder if there's a way they could de-age him. I mean, they did it for Harrison Ford, right? I didn't ever see any of those movies yeah. they, they de-aged him. Maybe it was terrible, but they can or they can use prosthetic pieces to kind of smooth his skin out, but that does cost more money. That's true. 
That's true. Well, I mean, in uh, the Amanda character as well, like she, uh, mm-hmm. she, she also, looked old too. Yeah. So she looked a little rough. I did mean to comment that, or maybe I did, but just in case it looked like her hair was a wig and it was driving me insane the whole movie. I was like, yeah, take this wig off. I don't know it's what they working. were doing with the hair. And like, I, she looked extremely older than she did in the others. But again, you can only do so yeah. much, right? Like she is older, yeah. 20 years older than she was in the original. So, I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so last bit of news here. So I think we've already went an hour because that's just kind of what we do over here. Sebastian Vanisic, I think that's how you say that, tapped mm-hmm. to helm Evil Dead spinoff as he signs with CAA. So it sounds like this is going to be a um, new Evil Dead franchise movie. Sam Raimi yeah. seems to be involved. Uh, Ghost House Pictures looks like they're involved, but this has a spinoff. So I wonder if it has nothing to do with Evil Dead Rise. Rise. Hmm. Wonder what. Well, now they're probably riding on the coattail of Evil Dead Rise doing well because I think that was another one that did really well last year. Yeah, one hundred forty-seven million dollars worldwide is what Evil Dead Rise did. Uh, yeah, it did really well. And it was really well received. The The reviews were really good. The horror community really liked it. So now is there, right, they're taking advantage. Oh, let's just make spinoffs. I mean, the the, the name is already out there. The yep. Evil Dead Rise did great. Remember me, but right before this movie came out, and I was like, there's no marketing for it. It's going to just make me worried. It's going to be terrible why aren't they marketing for this and then boom it did great maybe the evil dead name alone was all it needed it didn't need all the extra marketing it did i i think i remember saying in that episode uh i did see more advertising the week of the movie coming out but Mm -hmm. there was none of this pre like scream six got all this stuff a month or two prior right. with the billboards, the, the people dressed up in different states, whether that was on a marketing or it was just fans, it, it worked, right? But Evil Dead, it's, it's an old property, like you said, so maybe it's just popular enough to hold its own. It's a classic one. That's true, point. though. I wonder if it's as popular, like we know Evil Dead, but I wonder if it's popular like in like casual Outside of horror? Like, I feel like Scream mm-hmm. is very popular even with casual horror fans oh, whereas Evil Dead I don't know that it is like Halloween yes mm-hmm. Scream yes um, Friday the 13th yes but I don't know the yeah. Evil Dead is maybe I'm wrong but that's that's kind of was, was kind of what was bothering me it's like man these guys are really gonna shit the bed here and then they again they evidently know more than knew what I they do. were doing they knew more than us we were like oh man Oh, man, because I don't I think Evil Dead is definitely more of a you have to be a horror fan and definitely like that can't be. Well, the old ones, at least, you know, they can't be silly. Mm -hmm. Don't take it seriously, but this definitely take it seriously, because in watching it again, I mean, this is kind of like the Fetty Alvarez version of Evil Dead, where it's just so dark, but it still had uh, moments that you can laugh at, even though they were not like they're not funny but they're funny (laughs) right no they did a good this was definitely dark 
very much from yeah. the same vein as uh, Fetty Alvarez's version. It would be cool to see if they were somehow, even if just for a movie or just for a portion of a movie, were able to somehow pull the, uh, is it Mia? Is that her name in Fetty Alvarez's? Mia, I think was her name. But the, I think so. The character, mm-hmm. for, like uh, so Ash from the originals, Mm-hmm. Mia and then the character from the last one somehow had if they were all like in the movie together like they combined forces to go and try to stop this thing somewhere else or something it'd be interesting to see if because I mean the way Evil Dead Rise ended the beginning was actually the end of the movie so correct so it's still out there it always is still out there but um that's yes. all the news I have to discuss was there anything else that I missed or that you wanted to talk about uh, the only the other thing I saw that dropped today was a Quiet Place Day One mm. trailer uh, came out today. I did not watch it, so this is a prequel that is going to unleash monsters in New York City. Dun 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 dun, and I believe that's coming out this year. Uh, I know at work today they released a trailer for Moana Part Two that is also coming out this year. Oh, cartoon or live action? Cartoon. Uh, okay. Cartoon. Probably a good idea. So, probably a good idea. I agree. And uh, I don't know if you've noticed this, but uh, the movie that's coming out this weekend, which is horror comedy, is this Lisa Frankenstein. Mm. Is that what that's called? Yes, it is. It's getting a lot of uh, social media attention. I So just pointing it out that that's what's coming out. This weekend, I guess you can categorize it as a big horror release. I mean, it looks, it's up my alley in the sense it's 80s. Okay. And it just looks, it kind of reminds me of Totally Killer. It could be a it good thing. that vibe. It could be a good thing. So I'd be open, I but I'm not going to go to the theater to watch this kind of thing. It might be the only thing you have to go watch for a very long time. So maybe if you don't have anything else going on, you may want to take advantage of it. Cause I don't know when the next time I will be. In th- uh, I know Disney is releasing Luca in two theaters and that's one of Lucy's favorite Disney movies. Mm. So I'm certain she'll want to go see it as, as well as, uh, is it red? I think it's called red. Yeah. They're re-releasing them because they were released during COVID or something. Yeah. They I dropped believe. them on the uh, streaming platform instead of in theater. So turning red oh. and Luca. Yes, I forgot. I saved this news. Well, I just saw it like before coming on here. This is great news for your ladies, Uh for me, the Swifty fans. Okay. Era's tour is dropping on Disney Plus March something, 19th. Oh, my goodness. Finally, it is here. Well, I don't want to break your heart, but we did end up renting it for Abby's birthday and we did watch it. Um, we Abby's birthday party. It was just us, my uh, best friend from high school, his family came over and uh, mm. we had a Taylor Swift karaoke birthday party for Abby. So we had the mood, the movie was on with the performance and then the karaoke yeah. machine was out. So they all had a really good time. Um, it's very long. I'll tell you that. I know. It's over. It's almost three hours. It's very long. <laughs> Is it at least enjoyable? Yeah, it was great. She's awesome. I've seen her live once. Abby's seen her twice, but no, she puts on yeah. an excellent show. But it's 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 a lot. But that's why I'm glad I waited because I don't think I would sit through that in a full 
almost three hours sitting. But if it's on Disney Plus, then you can, you know, pause, go back. You don't have to worry about the rental running out because it's 20 bucks and yada, yada, yada. It was expensive. Uh, Like three quarters of the way through, we made my buddy and I left and made a Taco Bell run. $80 Taco Bell run, by the way. Um, Yum. And came back, ate it while the concert was still on and then had plenty of concert left to watch after that. So it's, it's, it's a long one. It's long, but if that's your thing, Hey, uh, you know what? It was well worth the 20, whatever dollars we paid to watch it. So exactly. So yes, there we go. That was my finishing touch on in the news. You did a great job on that case. We will wrap it up. And I do have an announcement. I should do this at the beginning. Now I feel bad. Maybe I'll do it at the beginning of the next episode. Who knows? But we have a new patron. We have an official patron, a new official patron. Russ H. just joined the official Krubies on Patreon. So Russ H., thank you very much. We do appreciate it. It goes a long way. I cannot express enough how expensive oh, it is yes. to run this beautiful thing we do here but anyway thanks to all the lovely patrons to give us your hard-earned money to listen to us talk about horror movies and taylor swift and wonka and uh, <laughs> all the things that we talk about on here so thank you to russ h aaron p colette s zach f brian hathaway from the don't go out there podcast kimberly d felicia connor from two chicks and a horror flick caitlin ashley v Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street and a podcast on Fury Road. My lovely mother, Nana Stevie Nexa. Yeah. Yes, I know who Russ is. I, I talked to him on Instagram. So that's awesome that he joined Patreon. Oh, thank you, Russ. I didn't know he was like a family member of yours. Well, but you know, he listens to Horror Cafe and to us here. So what a guy. Hey. Thanks, Russ. Appreciate you, my friend and Erica's friend. See, look, Erica's Erica. You're going to bring in all the new patrons. I can tell already. Let's bring them in. Bring them in. Bring them out. Bring them out. We wheel them in. In that case, we're out of here. Bye. 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 Yeah.